Hello, podcasters. It's Julie's story. This is the podcast where I share my life stories, give you nuggets of wisdom while keeping it fun, real, relatable. In this episode, I'm talking about so many fun things, not only stuff that happened this week. I went to the doctor and got some crazy news. But also, I'm reviewing and talking about the release of Taylor Swift's new song, all my thoughts about it, what happened, what is going on. So get ready for all the fun because you're really going to love this one. Hello, podcasters. Oh my goodness, there is so much to talk about today. I am so excited to be chatting with you. There is so much, so much. Okay, get sat down. Um, get the tea ready. I'm actually drinking tea today, which leads me to the first thing that I need to tell you about. This last week, I had to go to urgent care. I'm going to tell you everything because that's how we do it around here. I'm going to give you the real, the raw, the good, the bad, the ugly. I had to go to urgent care because for a while, I've been having these like heart like palpitations, which I've had and they've been really like common i know what causes them sometimes it's lack of water you know go figure your body needs water and you know sometimes it'll be like oh i had too many cups of coffee or you know things like that so i kind of know what these things are well i'm hanging out with um lelia i'm cutting up a mango and i have some mango and my heart starts doing this like weird thing it felt like inside of my body there was like two fingers like going back and forth. It was weird. I don't know. I've never experienced this before. So I started getting like really concerned. I'm like, this is really weird. I don't know what this is. So I go to sleep and then I wake up in the morning and I had chest pain. I'm like, all right, like I can deal with weird flutterings, but the pain, no. So I went to urgent care and I'm telling you this because, um, the doctor ended up telling me some really, uh, terrible news. I'm fine. Totally fine. He just gave me some recommendations that are the worst. So they do, like, they ask me all these questions and, like, they do the history. And I feel like every time I go to the doctor, like, go to urgent care or whatever, I feel like I don't want to be that person. Um, I don't want to be that person who makes a big deal out of nothing. So, like, it takes me a minute if I'm going to go. Like, it takes me a minute to figure out if I'm going because... I just don't like being that person that like shows up there and these doc, these amazing doctors and nurses who do such a great job serving people, like I want their time to be well spent. But in this case, you know, I was like, I would rather know what's going on with my body than not. And like, I feel like there's too often that I think as women, like if our kids like stub their toe, we're figuring out what are the closest ERs, like my son stepped on a nail. I don't know if, it, I don't think I told you this story. We were playing by this park. He stepped on this nail and immediately I'm like, my child's going to have tetanus. Like that was like the first thing that went through my mind because you know, my mind immediately goes to these like crazy things. So like come home, throw him in the tub. I'm like soaking, like soaking him, just his entire body in um, hydrogen peroxide. I'm like, there's not going to be a single, th-. I'm like researching tetanus. I learned more about tetanus in that two hours than I'd ever like learned ever. He didn't have tetanus. It was fine. Everything was fine. So I just don't want to be that person that shows up. But in this case, I was like, you know what? This is my heart. I'm in pain. And also I'm feeling these weird things. So after I'm telling him everything, he's asking me these questions. The doctor was asking me these questions. And 
Um, he was like, you know, where was the pain? How long did it last? And like, I don't know anything about this stuff. All I know is I don't want to go on the internet because as soon as you start looking up medical things on the internet, you start going casket shopping. Like that, that essentially like when you go on Google, Google any like medical anything, like the next thing that you immediately do is like, does Amazon sell caskets? Like it's just the worst type of stuff. So I didn't want to do that. So he was answering my questions and he said, listen, it seems like you kind of know what's causing these issues. And um, it seems like it's caffeine. So you need to go ahead and stop drinking coffee altogether. And I just looked at him and I, I thought he was joking. Like I really thought he was not serious. And like I kind of smiled and laughed and his face didn't change at all. Like the social cue interaction was like, I'm laughing, he's stoic. It was an awkward moment. But I was like, like like you know maybe one day I'll stop doing that and he was like no like if this is if if you're getting these heart flutterings from caffeine like caffeine is not good for you you need to stop and I just thought wait like I'm that's not like that's not gonna be my life now like I love coffee so much like I sit on my podcast and I drink coffee and do my podcast like what am I drinking and so I just kind of like thought, well, that's a nice thought that he gave me a suggestion. And then it got worse. Like as if it couldn't get any worse that he's telling an entrepreneur boss babe who has, I literally have coffees, coffee cups that say like coffee is life. Like first coffee, then the worky. Like that is my life right now. And he's like, you're going to be done with that life. So then he's like, and also you need to completely and totally stop eating chocolate. And I'm, and I'm just like, what is, am I on punk right now? Like, what is happening? Like, you, you just said no more happiness. Just all the happiness is gone for you forever. And he's like, you know, chocolate has caffeine in it. And I just looked at him like, are you serious right now? And he's like, well, if c- caffeine is not good for your heart and you're having these things. And I'm like, is it really important? Like, I've had fluttering before. Like, this is not that serious, you know? And it's it's really not. It's actually a really common thing. But he was like, well, you can find alternatives. I kid you not. Okay, for all my babes listening right now, this man looked at me and said, you can find alternatives to chocolate. And he said, you can do white chocolate. And I'm like, white chocolate? Like, I don't even know a woman who's like, "Mm, I know I need some chocolate right now. I know what I need, white chocolate. Like, I don't even know somebody who says that. Like, when you go, like, Valentine's Day, which is, like, the holiday where men give the women chocolate and, like, suppress their hangry monsters, there's not even, like, a white chocolate option. It's just all, because the market, like, the market determines what the brands are going to be selling, okay? I was like, like that was like kind of my response he's like you can find alternative to coffee you can just drink like tea who who in the world is like I know I know what's gonna help me get the massive amount of work that I need to get done I know some rose hip and orange peel like nobody says that like I don't even know so I was not happy about that so then what happened was I told my husband and my daughter who they thought it was hilarious that like my two favorite things, it's like pizza, coffee, chocolate. Like it's just like my favorite things ever. And it would be like somebody saying there's now going to be no more puppies in the world. Like just no more done now with the puppies. 
what are you talking about? Like on my list when I was like trying to self-discover myself again, I legit wrote on there coffee and coffee shops. I think it was either like number two or number three on the list. Oh, so I tell Andre and Lily, and they think it's hilarious, which is kind of funny because I'm being dramatic about it, kind of. And um, the next day, I, well, actually later on that day, my body starts having a visceral response to my new life. And by that, I mean, I get this coffee headache and I never get headaches. And I'm that person that's like, I don't like to take medicine. Like, give me some oils. I'm fine. Like, I'll just massage my pressure points. Like, I just don't take medicine. And so I have this headache and I never get headaches. And like, it took me a minute before I like, I figured out, oh, this is a coffee head. It's a caffeine headache. And I've had headaches before because of caffeine. This sucker was like, just felt like there was just an ogre in my head, which is like a spear just stabbing the inside of my brain. And I think it made it worse because I knew intrinsically my life was changed now and I was not happy about this. And so my body's like, I know we're going to make this terrible. So she doesn't follow through with this internal vow. So I dealt with the headache for the night. The next day I woke up and I had another headache and I was like, I can't like, I, I'm going to have to wean myself off of this. And in the process, I started looking up what happens to your body when you start caffeine withdrawing. If you're going to look that up today, the next thing that you're probably going to look up is the casket on Amazon. Like it is so dramatic. The amount that your, your body is like, this is not a good decision, guys. Like this is, we're not going to do this. Like you're, it it says in there and Andre looked it up too. You're going to have flu like symptoms as you're withdrawing from caffeine. So first of all, you have this thing that you love. It's, it's good. It has assisted you. Like it is, it is like you're you're like vice president of your company and now you're like firing this individual who has been there for you when so many people left you and it's a really sad departure it's like ripping a wound open and that's what it pretty much says on the internet like it's like it's the worst like if you look up the worst it's gonna say caffeine withdrawal on wikipedia it's so bad So I was feeling that and I was like, listen, I'm about to launch this product. I'm about to launch my new course. I cannot sit around and feel like I have the flu. So I had a little bit of coffee in my heart, started palpitating. Long story short, I don't know if that was a shortened version, but here we go. I'm not sure if it's the coffee or not. I'm really wondering if it's the creamer because you know the mango story where it started with the mango. I was drinking tea. See, tea is the one that caused all this. And I put a little bit of this creamer in, which is a new creamer. I don't know. I'm just looking for excuses here to not give this up, I think, at this point. But speaking of launching this course, I launched the Level Up course. It is live right now, and it's only going to be live for the next five days from now. So on Monday the 29th, it is closing the doors, but today's open, and you can find out more information about that on Level Up dot julie hyphen story.com that is level up dot julie hyphen story.com i'm so excited that this course is live like i have put so much into this and i'm so i'm so glad just to be able to give what helped me get out of this rut and helped me get refocused in my own brand i'm so excited just to give those tools that helped me so much to all of you and i'm just uh, I'm just so overwhelmed. Some, A couple of the babes took the course and they're just 
gave me such incredible feedback. Like it was so overwhelming the amount of positive feedback. I mean, these women were saying that they don't feel anxious anymore. They have such a clear focus on what they feel like they need to be doing. One of the girls said it was the best investment that she's ever invested into in her business. And she has all this camera gear and that's my girl, Ashley. And it's just like, it's overwhelming to feel like that, you know, where I was in such a bad place and what helped me kind of get on my feet again, these strategies and what helped me really put my 2019 into high gear, I can now, you know, send out to other women and, and save them the time of going and learning all this stuff. I, I figured out that I've listened to 120 motivational, inspirational videos. Um, and that's actually a bonus in the course of actually getting that playlist. But can you imagine what what it would take to listen to the how long it would take to listen to that many and I took strategies from experts and you know what I learned from them and I started implementing them in my life and I saw this massive change in my life and I got this clarity and I got this excitement and this energy again and then I thought women need this they really need to know what these things are and it would take them a lot of time to do all the work and research and reading and all the stuff that I did let me save them some time and put it into a course so I'm really excited about it like I said it's live now there's bonuses out there too, which I'm really excited about. One of them is actually my um, my video of my morning routine of showing exactly what I do in the morning. It's kind of like jumpstart my day, which I'm really excited about. But So that is what happened this week. And so I'm drinking tea today. I, I don't know where, I'm, where I've settled on the coffee thing. I think I'm just going to give my body a break, let myself um, rejuvenate and... I don't know, chill out a little bit with a coffee drinking, but I really needed today because yesterday I stayed up till 12. Um, and if you're up till 12 on 426.com, somewhere april26.com, you'll know why I was up till 12 because the Queen Taylor launched a new song. We're going to talk all about it. Oh my goodness. Um, so I'm going to rewind because one of the first podcasts I ever did, which is almost my podcast anniversary, by the way, I talked about my Taylor Swift experience where I went to her concert. If you haven't listened to that podcast and you love Taylor Swift, you will probably enjoy it. It's just me literally losing my mind at all the excitement around Taylor Swift. I... I got given um, tickets to go see her in a reputation tour, which was such a surprise and such a shock. I was like completely and totally blown away. My husband surprised me and I really wanted to go and I didn't think we were going to be able to go and he gave it to me for my anniversary. But she, there's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about with this. I just am constantly just blown away by Taylor Swift. It's so multidimensional for me. Like the fact that she's a songwriter, the fact that she's running this extraordinary brand, the fact that she like hides these Easter eggs for her fish and she like knows what her audience loves and wants. I just like her brand and the way that she runs it. I is so inspiring, so amazing to me. So I was up till 12 and I was like looking Everybody's online because she's doing this live, you know, reveal of the video. And I'm going to talk about the video in a second. But all these people are online. And I was just like reading through the comments. There's like a 100,000 people like posting these comments on this YouTube video. It was going so fast. But 
all of these people were so incredibly excited. Like she's just impacted all these people's lives. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love you. We're so excited for you. And I just thought, wow, that is amazing to have so many so many fans rally around somebody that they have supported and believed in. And I just, that's such a beautiful thing. And I felt just really inspired looking at what her fans were saying. I felt really encouraged reading it. And I was just like, oh, so like, it's so exciting. This girl is brilliant business-wise, okay? She started her pre-launch. If you want to go into terms here, we're talking about branding. Taylor Swift started her pre-launch of the video that happened last night on April 13th. That's when her post started leading up to April 26th. So she was starting to get people excited about something that her brand was doing, way in advance and that's called pre-launch and we can all learn a lot from watching her pre-launch i was like so inspired like by her brand the whole time i'm watching it but then rewind to the fact that there's all these theories now that her new t7 her seventh album was actually supposed to be her sixth album but all the drama went down and so she wrote a whole another album and did reputation before this album that was supposed to come out and like the theories on this stuff it reminds me of when the disney easter eggs you know how disney like hides their stuff inside of their like the movies like they have like little easter eggs like taylor swift does this and i'm and i'm thinking does she do this does she have a team of people who helps her do this like and the detail of it is insane like there's there's people that were zooming in on this current video that she just launched and the clock on the end table said 8:30 and so they're all speculating that her album is going to drop on August 30th. Like and that's probably correct. Like that's how detail oriented she is. But anyway, um she started her pre-launch which got everybody excited for her launch and then she commissioned this mural i'm sure you saw it in in um tennessee and it had all these clues about her video so it's like she created the video and then worked backwards from the video to give all the fans clues which made it so fun for us and so exciting for us because we're just like what is happening oh my gosh like everything you do is amazing so i start watching this video and thankfully andre was in the shower you know like when taylor's about to do something and you're just like i just need peace and quiet like i the kids need to be in bed like i don't the the dog needs to be you know just chilling like I don't I don't need any interruptions so I was like this is awesome I had a no interruption viewing of this and as soon as I got done watching it I started watching it again like I was like wait 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 I have to rewind not only did I like love like the the um aesthetics of the video and just the it was like beautiful beautiful artistry of like the video actually putting it together but I love I love the lyrics I love how catchy it is and there's all these like things that she hides in it that are so um you know like connected to who she is and I actually learned about this in art history you're welcome for this next little tidbit this is a free so in art history when you have those like little easter eggs from the artist it's called iconography so it's that it's that hey I'm gonna paint a picture but I'm gonna hide something in the picture that you might not know about but you know 
it's called iconography. So there's so much iconography in her stuff. And you're just kind of looking at it. You're like, okay, what do I know about Taylor? And like, you're her best friend. And you're just watching the whole thing. And you're just, the eyes are like big as sauce. You're just like, oh my gosh, she looks so beautiful and everything. And, <clears throat> and then in the middle of it, she gets handed a kit, a kitten. And uh, it was like, it was a baby angry. It was like a baby grumpy cat too, which was like made it even better. But rewind, when I started watching the video, the snake comes out and I'm like, okay, the snake. And then the snake turns into butterflies. And I love, like, I love that Taylor and my life have like mirrored each other. Cause like during the reputation time was a time for me. Like it was, there was lots of snakes and lots of things. And I feel like 2019 is, doesn't it feel like, and I've told you, oh my gosh, I just connected this. I told you in another podcast that this was the butterfly year. I told you that. I told you. And now, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And now Taylor's just like doing the butterfly thing. I'm like, what is happening? What is happening in 2019? Like, this is amazing. But seriously, I told you, I told you, I'll have to find out my other podcast. I told you it was a butterfly season. I told you that was my year. It's a butterfly year for me. And it's also butterfly year for Taylor. So she commissioned this mural and everyone was like, is this a Taylor thing? I don't know if it's a Taylor thing. And then I love watching this one, one girl. I love listening to her. She is a Taylor Swift fan through and through, but... Her name is Lauren Lipman, and she has a YouTube video and has Twitter. She does Taylor Swift Tuesdays, where she talks about Taylor Swift. She breaks down the music, the lyrics, the iconography, all of it. And it's so fun just to like watch the videos and see that kind of stuff. So this morning, I was looking at Taylor Nation and just seeing like what everybody was saying and like just in on the excitement. And I had this thought that turned out to be right in the middle of the movie in the middle of the movie, like she has her own movie. Wouldn't that be cool? Tara's Swift movie. Anyway, um, she's given a cat, like in the scene with the other um, guy that's singing with her. And it's just like cute moment where it's got like the grumpy cat. And I tweeted this morning. I said, oh my gosh, is that, is this like an announcement? Is this a fur baby announcement? Like who is this cutie? And like, let's hear his name. And then I kid you not, a few hours later, Taylor posts a picture of her and the cat. It is her third cat so i just think it's so much fun to see somebody do their thing and succeed and do what makes them happy so let's talk about the video break it down for you a little bit uh like i said i love the butterflies i love that she's like speaking french in the middle of the video or the beginning of the video not in the middle i'm like so excited i don't even know where she's speaking french the whole time no just in the beginning and then it like turns into this like pastel like every single scene it's like as if it couldn't get even more pastel it does it's like see it looks like scenes from um the wizard of oz and there's just like all these different like nods to different like classics and stuff like that which i think is so fun and so interesting and again like i what i wouldn't give to sit in on a meeting where they're planning this amazingness and like this is again another reminder for those of us who are building brands like we just saw something premiere yesterday that they have been working on for forever a really long time if the theory is true about the t6 being supposed to be the the, the t7 really supposed to be in the t6 where this album that she's about to release was supposed to come out before reputation which by the way in the reputation line she says reputation precedes me which is like me is the name of the new song and everything like i just can't like the layers and layers of the details is like mind-blowing what i wouldn't give to sit in on a meeting where it's like taylor and like her people 
which I don't even know who those people are. Like, are they producers? Like, are they, do they work with the label? Like, I want to know, okay, what does a planning meeting look like for this? Because that was her launch yesterday, but they didn't start working on this this month. Like, they've been working on this for forever. And you can even tell that the kitten that she's given is like a little kitten, a little guy. And then the photo that she posted, he's much bigger. So I feel like it was like, even five months ago like think about what you were doing five months ago taylor was likely like gallivanting around in a pastel explosion of epicness singing her little heart out and and then we get to see it yesterday and we're like oh my gosh this is amazing and it looks so easy but like the planning and outfits and oh man and i don't know if you've watched um the uh, homecoming documentary with Beyonce, which it took her eight months to prepare for a two-hour performance. If that doesn't tell you about building a brand with longevity, like I don't know what else does. And I also saw this meme going around where it was kind of like, there was this reference to Ariana Grande and how much Ariana made versus how much Beyonce made at Coachella. And I think Ariana made eight million and Beyonce made four million, but Beyonce got the rights to the um to the footage and then she actually you know sold it and is reproducing it and made an album out of it so I think her profit in the end was going to be 60 million somebody like put that kind of together and they were like this is essentially the difference between a performer and an entrepreneur and now when you're an entrepreneur you're you're not just thinking about one like thing you're thinking about how can I make this the most reach the most people and, you know, be most profitable as I can while staying true to my brand. But that was a side Coachella mark. Let's go back to Taylor now. So in watching kind of all this unfold, I just, I just think about, you know, how, how did Taylor get to this point? I feel like it was like late on the Taylor Nation train. And I, and I feel like it's not because I didn't like know of her and know like, you know, what she was about. There's just like other stuff going on in my life, which is not an excuse But I think when she transitioned from country is when I really, like, started to, like, see her in a different way. And, like, I just didn't know. It was because I was uneducated. It was totally my fault. It was not Taylor's fault at all. Like, sorry, Taylor Nation as well. Like, it was totally me. Like, I just had so much going on that I wasn't paying attention to the master artist. And I think one of the reasons why I love her so freaking much is because she she takes her life and she invites us into her life through her storytelling and it I I don't know how to describe it but it is so cool like there's nobody else that I can think of right now off the top of my head that's like an artist who who does it in quite that same way I know that that Taylor writes her own songs Beyonce you know obviously told the story of her life through Lemonade which was brilliant amazing there needs to be a whole podcast just about that it's amazing but in this case, we're talking about Taylor, and, like, she, I've heard her talk about her songwriting before, and she just kind of gets these, um, like, she'll just, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, sitting at dinner or whatever with her friends, and all of a sudden, she has this, like, little melody, and so she, like, she told the story, she, like, gets up from the table, and she goes over with her phone somewhere quiet, and she, like, records on her phone little melody, and this, like, whatever she gets in her mind, then she, like, goes back to dinner, like, she's just a master like that's what work-life integration looks like okay like you're hanging out with your friends you're like oh I have this idea for my thing let me just go ahead and write that down really quick so I can capture it but then go back to what I was doing like amazing so the whole like lead up to the song releasing the actual song the way that she was managing like her social media like I was there for it like everything she was doing I was just like watching like in awe of like 
you know, she shows up at the mural with the um, butterfly and all the, you know, it's crazy. Her fans know her well enough that there was somebody that the artist who painted the mural was touching up the paint on the butterfly. And so they all just went out there to stand out there just in case something might happen. Like how much do you have to like know, like Taylor knows her fans, her fans know her. It's like this beautiful relationship and I just am glad to be a part of it. Like I just felt like being online last night, I was like, I'm here. Like I'm a part of something bigger than me. And I just am so glad that, I don't know. She's just like, yeah, she's it. I, she's awesome. And I, was, uh, I wasn't really going to tell you this story. <laughs> so after I, um, after I woke up from the day that I went to the Taylor concert. So like I was on the high, like you watch the whole video. Like I was so excited the whole time. And, um, I woke up and like I was on Instagram the more you know like sometimes you wake up on Instagram I don't do it anymore this is the old habits the old habits was I used to wake up and like look on Instagram now I don't now I wake up with gratitude and do my little morning routine but I woke up and like I was scrolling and I see this picture of my sister with her friends that night at the Taylor Swift concert and she's with Taylor Swift. And, like, when I say with Taylor Swift, I mean, like, a small group of people. Like, she met Taylor Swift. It was just, like, this moment for me where I'm fine now. I'm fine. But I was just like, wait, what? Like, I, like and if you watch my Taylor Swift on uh, my video on um, my Instagram, my seat was probably, I don't know, like, five rows from the back of the like stadium and like my husband had gotten this is like I can't believe I'm going to the store my husband had like saved up a little bit of money and like bought us the tickets to go and I was like so happy like the whole I think I started getting ready at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon I was so happy I just was like lost my mind with happiness and I just had the best time ever and then I wake up in the morning and like my sister actually got to meet Taylor because we have a mutual friend and like they were able to arrange something for her and they were really trying to include me which was really sweet but they just didn't have enough like VIP pass you know when you get VIP passes to go meet Taylor you only have so many so like I couldn't go and like I just I did wasn't even ready like I didn't know and like it was just this moment where you know when you see somebody get something that you really really want and it's something that like really would mean a lot to you and like you see somebody else get it and like I just had this moment when I saw that picture I and I checked myself too because I was like all right Julie you have two options you could really get mad and start crying or you could just know that this was her moment this is your sister's moment and that it is okay because your mom was going to come. And I'm so glad I decided to take the second option because I really did. I really went to that headspace. And like, I mean, there was moments where like, kind of had like this, like, mm, it doesn't feel great that that happened. Because like, oh my gosh, I think it would just, I would have lost my mind to like, I, I don't even know. Like, I can't think about it right now. I'm going to start tearing up if I would have met her, but my sister got to meet her on that day of all days. And like, I had made this whole video montage and like, yeah. So Audrey came home and like, he was like, it looked like he, it was like somebody popped his balloon because he was like, it was like his, I'm not even, I'm not, I don't let Audrey tell the side of his story, but I was just like, you know what, babe, it's totally cool. Like I'm going to have my time. Like I'm going to meet Taylor one day. It's going to be great. And like, awesome. And then I had to tell my kids because I knew they were going to see the, like, I knew they were going to hear about it. Cause my niece actually got to meet 
you know, Taylor too and all this stuff. And they got to like go to the VIP and do all this stuff. And, um, so I had to tell my kids and they were like, are you kidding me? Like, wait, what? Like, why didn't you get to like, and they immediately were like, wait, this is so unfair. And it was like a teachable moment. Like it really was. It was hard. It was hard to walk it out. I'm not going to lie, but it really was a teachable moment because there's times when people are going to get exactly what you would like like everything that you wanted like you're gonna watch somebody in your life one day get exactly what you've been hoping for and like I think characters those moments where you're like okay I could there's two paths one path is I just cry the whole day and feel so angry and so upset because I would have loved to have that moment or I like I celebrate her moment and I just dream about mine coming and it's funny because I was telling Laylee that Taylor was launching a new video today and all this stuff. And, and she was like, she was like still upset that my sister met her and I didn't. She's like, mom, you would have loved that. So, and I was like, Laylee, I was like, it's okay. My time is going to come. It's coming. She did. And she's just like, but mom. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, this is not the end. I'm going to meet her one day. I'm going to meet Oprah one day. Like it's going to happen. And you know what? It's okay that's like somebody else's moment happened before mine and it's cool. So I didn't wasn't planning on telling you that story, but that's that's what you're gonna get here on the podcast. So I just loved everything about the Taylor Swift Me song. What do you think? I got let back into my Twitter, by the way. Um, so you can still tweet me now at Julie underscore story. Tell me what did you think about the song? What was your favorite part? My part my favorite part was the um the angry not the angry kid, the grumpy cat, like when she gets the grumpy cat, and he doesn't even look grumpy, he actually looks really happy, but it's like the same breed of cat, so when I see him, I'm like, oh, grumpy cat, it's so cute, I love that part, um, I love the lyrics, I love, every, I'm just so excited, so I am like, um, waiting with bended breath for her next concert, because this, the, my first concert was last year, and I told Laylee last, or the other day, I was like, I will be going to every single one of her concerts now forever like every single concert that she does and I almost thought I thought about it more than once on her reputation tour I was like can I drive to Georgia to try and catch another tour stop of this because it was that amazing and I just know that the next one's gonna be even better because that's what she does so tell me what your thoughts are about the song tell me what you've been up to I cannot wait to hear from back from you this is why I do this I'm here for you Talk about the tea, talk about the fun stuff, talk about life in the middle of the craziness. Um, I can't wait to talk to you about launching this product that I just launched, the audio course. I can't wait to tell you all about the good, the bad, and the ugly of doing that. I'm just going to put it out there right now. Everything that you see and everything you hear me talk about in terms of like creating this, it is not all roses. Okay. I definitely cried yesterday and it was my launch day. Like, and I'm going to keep it real with you because this is what helps us all grow. And like, even though it feels terrible in the moment, like I was going to do a podcast yesterday and I was like, no, I just can't. Like I'm too, it's too much for me right now. Like there's a lot going on inside of my mind. I just need to take a mental health day and just like not, but I, I will come back. I will come back to it. I promise. Like, I feel like it's important as you guys are sharing the journey with me in kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like reinventing. I'm reinventing myself. I'm like discovering all these parts about me in the process. If you need some comedic relief with some more wisdom, check out my Instagram, um, IGTV. There's some funny videos there. Like I, I really put my heart into those. I think you guys are going to love them. So 
Cannot wait to hear back from you and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye.